This episode of Internet Today is brought to you by Lumen. And just like that, the pandemic ended. Well, not really, uh, but the last major mask mandate, which covered public transportation, as well as air travel, was abruptly struck down by a federal judge in Florida, uh, which caused the TSA, as well as uh, pretty much all of the major airlines, to announce that uh, masks were no longer required on board of aircraft. Uh, this, of course, caused people to literally celebrate in the aisles, with customers as well as flight crews seeming to throw parties in the sky upon hearing the news. Yeah, it was like uh, it was like the, the Death Star blowing up. Everyone, everyone yeah. doing their dance. The, the, uh, the, the stewards uh, and stewardesses went through and gave everyone medals. Yeah. And uh, it was the, the, the craziest <laughs> part of Chewbacca, this. Not Chewbacca, though. No. <laughs> but the, crazy, the craziest part of this is like, it was an all of the sudden type thing. Like it wasn't yeah. like, hey, on this day. No, it was. This was midday where it. Everyone got word like, hey, this federal judge struck this down. Uh, you you can do whatever you want now. And like on board flights. This is your captain speaking. <laughs> time to rip off those masks. The flight attendants walking through with a trash bag, like toss those masks in. And I like, I would if it was me. I'd be like, yeah, I think I'll keep it on. I'm good actually. Yeah, or any like actual like immunocompromised person that's on the yeah. flight. Just imagine all these Take people. Take it off. Take it off. <laughs> I have cancer. Probably Take it being off. bullied, honestly. Uh but yes, yeah. if you are uh, if you do want to continue to wear a mask, you are allowed to. They made to made a point to say that. But like you would be surprised to hear that uh seeing the parties that went on on flights yesterday. Hey, I, I better a party than a fight. True. Like I mean, clearly... Did anyone get bit? I think yesterday was the safest day to, yeah. <laughs> to fly. As far as uh, physically, uh, not... Uh, well, I guess physical is your internal... I guess we'll find well. out in about 10 days Yeah, how this really works out. I, I, I think that it'll... Look, everything is pointed to this uh, remaining low. Uh, so hopefully this doesn't change anything. We'll see. Yeah. You are now a subject in an experiment. Mm. Anyway, according to CBS News, U.S. District Judge Catherine Kimball Mizell in Tampa voided the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's requirements covering airplanes and other public transit, saying the mandate exceeded the authority of U.S. health officials. Oh, it's that easy. <laughs> that means the CDC's public transportation masking order is not in effect at this time, and the TSA won't enforce the requirement while federal agencies are reviewing the judge's decision, the administration official said. Uh, so almost immediately after the mandate was voided, in a truly surreal scene, passengers at airports and on board the planes themselves just tore off those masks and cheered like they just won some hard-fought battle. My Ugh. work here is done. And uh, you would assume that all of the remaining protests have come to a screeching halt. Yeah. Decla declaring victory, you would assume. Yeah, you're uh, the, the mandate, the, the literally the only mandate that was it, left. That was actually like, really kind of ever in effect yeah. is now gone. So, um, again, yeah, I guess you're really happy now, aren't you? Numbers have Nothing remained low. Uh, California did away with it. Uh, you know, sporting events have been happening, uh, music festivals. A lot of things have been going on, and hospitalization and death are low. It would be, look, the data is, is there. So, it's hard to say otherwise currently. That doesn't mean that there aren't. The uh, data was there last summer. That's all I'm saying. True, true. That's like I said. That's without the data uh, was there, and then the data. Who? Oh, was the data there? Uh, yes. This obviously there could be more variants. Uh, there could be uh, uh, hopefully not as deadly, but uh, there that could also happen. Just a big old science experiment that I am hoping for the positive outcome on. But is COVID over? Obviously not.
hospitalizations and deaths have remained on a downward trajectory for weeks, despite all other mask mandates being lifted. So uh, we obviously hope that the worst truly is behind us. And if you're like me and you would get sick after flights even before a global pandemic, you can still wear your mask on a flight uh, and hopefully not get bullied for it. Take it off. Though realistically, I'm sure there will be plenty of that for a while. Hey, hey, you know you don't have to wear that anymore. Hey, Brandon, take off your <laughs> diaper. You know you don't have to wear that anymore. That's what I, I guarantee you that is happening so much right now. Yeah. And it's true. I like, uh, I think wearing it on a plane is pretty great if you don't want to ruin your entire vacation or your trip. Yeah. I used to get sick after every flight. Yep. Not anymore. I'm not going to be switching back to the old ways. <laughs> and uh, while there is talk of litigation against the ruling, it would be very shocking to me if the mandate was brought back without a massive spike in hospitalizations leading up to it. Uh you would just immediately cause... You think people were feral before? Try bringing it back now. I want to see the, the, the cell phone videos of the mask mandate being turned back on mid-flight. Yeah. You have to go around stapling at people's faces. That plane would be nosediving within 30 You know seconds. what? Just take it down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, for clarity, this new mask optional policy is for domestic air travel. Uh, so if you're flying internationally, there will be different rules depending on your destination. Nobody mad about masks was flying internationally. They True. were flying 45-minute flights from fucking Biloxi to <laughs> Dallas. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Maybe. Definitely. But anyway, that wasn't the only chaotic news story from earlier this week, because the most notorious conspiracy news outlet of a generation, InfoWars, has officially filed for bankruptcy, and its online store announced an emergency blowout sale mm -hmm. in order to potentially save itself from insolvency and ruin as the company faces mounting financial liabilities related to the multiple lawsuits filed by parents of victims of the Sandy Hook School massacre. Mm -hmm. Here's the New York Times with more. Three companies affiliated with the far-right broadcaster and conspiracy theorist Alex Jones, among them the media outlet Infowars, filed for Chapter 11 protection on Sunday in U.S. Bankruptcy Court for the Southern District of Texas, according to court documents. Two other companies connected to Mr. Jones, IW Health and Prison Planet TV, also filed for bankruptcy protection on Sunday. In its court filings, Infowars said that it had up to 49 creditors, as much as $50,000 in estimated assets, and up to $10 million in estimated liabilities. Ooh. <laughs> the two other companies said they also had up to 49 creditors, with IW Health stating it had up to $1 million in assets, while Prison Planet TV said it had up to 50000 So in response to the news, Alex Jones announced the emergency blowout sale, which, according to Insider, quote, indicated discounts of up to 75% off on many of its top-selling products, including items like brain supplements, Hell yeah. beet extract, and vitamin gummies going at reduced prices. Finally get my brain pills. I was waiting for a big sale. Yeah. Uh, also on sale were items like a book titled The Truth About COVID-19, as well as flags and koozies urging the need to, quote, save the frogs. Because uh, they're, they're turning gay? I guess. Uh, what if those frogs just want to have a great time? Yeah. Jones also issued a plea to his audience saying that it was do or die time for their network and that uh, they are trying to silence you and take down the leading voice of resistance. Referring to himself, obviously, as if this entire downfall mm. wasn't his own fault. Uh, he literally rallied his viewers and listeners around a horrific and false narrative that an elementary school massacre was actually a false flag, leading to constant and sustained harassment for the parents of these victims who had to live through this for years after one of the most horrible days of their entire lives. Yeah, 
uh, really picked just uh, the worst people to pick on. Yeah. People who've already been through the worst thing you can ever really go through as a, a parent. Yes. Let's just uh, let's just fuck their lives up even more. Just harass them constantly and uh, assume that there will be no repercussions for this. So, fuck them. Good riddance. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of companies that might need to go on sale. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm sitting at home today uh, around like 2 p.m. Pacific time. Mm-hmm. I get a little notification on my phone from Robinhood. It says, Netflix just hit a 52-week low. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, now's the time. To I'm like, oh, how, how bad could it be? So I pop open my Robinhood app. Uh, and I was not prepared for what I saw there. So you're such a scab using Robinhood, by the way. Why don't you Why don't you grow a pair and get over to Fidelity? It's just because I'm not fucking. You use Fidelity if you want to do like candlesticks and like deltas and betas and shit. I'm an idiot. I just want to open up the app and see whether the line is red or green. A lot harder There's to do a that. Stock with app for that. Uh, whatever. Anyway, Netflix reported its first loss of overall subscribers in more than ten years. And that caused the price of their stock to drop by upwards of 25% after their earnings report went public. That all happened in minutes. <laughs> minutes. It yeah. dropped 25%. Literally a quarter of the value of the entire company gone in an instant. Mm-hmm. And that, that's also like, it was already way down from its peak. Yeah, like, it was like 700 something dollars. It, yeah, it peaked uh, at $700 in per November. Share, per and uh, it was already down to like half that. And now it's way lower. And um, so, yeah, the reasons given for such a loss of subscribers are understandable. Uh, but it looks like the once ubiquitous and seemingly necessary digital subscription might have some tougher roads ahead. <laughs> and yeah, you I mean, can't I'll, have infinite growth forever. Uh, yes. You're not a startup anymore. A lot of these huge tech companies, like, uh, look, I'm not, a, I, I don't know a whole lot about the stock market, but a lot of these huge tech companies seeing drastic falls over the past couple of months seems like a correction. To yeah. the to the absurd valuations that they have. It's I mean, it's like with Facebook. It's like, of course, you're gonna run out of human beings alive on this planet who have a phone or a computer at a certain point. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's the same. Like, market share is not gonna just continue to go up forever. There are limits. Yeah. So yeah, but you know, looking back, just a couple years back, Netflix was the pinnacle of easy to use, affordable digital streaming. Uh, ever since the launch of a streaming platform, like. What was it 15 years ago now? It's, it's something like it's that. It's crazy. Yeah, 2000, around the time that YouTube kind of it was a real on. novelty. No one else was doing it. Um, yeah. But now everyone's doing it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the ma- the major TV networks and the movie studios took them so long to and many attempts. And uh, this was after years of just actively treating Netflix like this fluke that was never going to catch on. When they finally, like years later, decided they should probably put together their own platforms that people will pay for. That was only in the last couple of years. And that's when we finally got decent competition against Netflix with apps like Disney Plus and HBO Max. Now that the choices are comparable or, I don't know, in some cases, honestly, preferable. Netflix, I used it probably the least. Out of all the services. I would agree with that. I think HBO Max um, is uh, probably reigning supreme for me. Like, and I, look, I'm no Warner fanboy, but like it, it has, has the, the content library. that I want. Yeah. And their originals are uh, much like HBO itself. The originals on HBO Max are, I think, better. Netflix's originals are all very clearly based on an algorithmic uh, analysis of people's tastes. And at a certain point, I don't know. I, I, I don't. Everything that the Netflix to me algorithm serves me is things that should be interesting to me, but 
aren't as good as what they're basing the algorithm off of. Yep. Like, it's a bunch of documentaries that are half good. Yeah. Or, yeah, it's... And it's also stuff that I was like, I think Netflix's algorithm must go back forever because it's stuff that I'm, like, not even interested in anymore. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've been using it a lot less. So, yeah, um, I mean, we all kind of probably saw this coming, but Netflix's domination seems to be dwindling. Mm Mm-hmm. And the market has reacted swiftly and harshly. Yeah, if there's any news that you can believe in America, it's business news. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, this is a clear indication that this is going bad. So uh, here's CNBC with the latest on this. Netflix on Tuesday reported a loss of 200,000 subscribers during the first quarter, its first decline in paid users in more than a decade, and warned of deepening trouble ahead. Netflix is forecasting a global paid subscriber loss of 2 million for the second quarter. The last time Netflix lost subscribers was October 2011. Quote, Our revenue growth has slowed considerably, the company wrote in a letter to shareholders Tuesday. Streaming is winning over linear, as we predicted, and Netflix titles are very popular globally. However, our relatively high household penetration, when including the large number of households sharing accounts, (laughs) naughty boys and girls, uh, combined with competition, is creating revenue growth headwinds. Co-CEO Reed Hastings said the company is exploring lower-priced, ad-supported tiers as a means to bring in new subscribers after years of resisting advertisements on the platform. Okay, sure, fine. Yeah. They also pointed out that uh, banning Russia hurt their bottom line. Quote, the company said that the suspension of its service in Russia and the winding down of all Russian paid memberships resulted in a loss of 700,000 subscribers. Excluding that impact, the company said it would have seen 500,000 net additions during the most recent quarter. So this is uh, this is Vladimir Putin's uh, It's a good dip. scapegoat. It's the Putin dip. Yeah. Are you going to buy the Putin dip? Exactly. Uh, Much so- like Putin's uh, Putin's gas crisis, this is Putin's Netflix uh, share price dip. Reed Hastings, uh, his plane is on the way to Russia as we speak. Uh, Guys, we need to we need to end this war. It's yeah. ruining Netflix stock. Zelensky, can you uh, <laughs> wrap this thing up? Uh, regarding the password sharing thing, get ready for some very strict policies moving forward. Because according to that report, the company estimates that in addition to its 222 million paying households, access is being shared with more than 100 million additional households through account sharing. Naughty. So you can absolutely bet on Netflix implementing some very strict anti-password sharing measures in the near future and also embracing something that no one thought they'd ever have to do. Ads on Netflix. The end of an era. I mean, this is such an overreaction, though. Two million out of 222 million is... Less well, than not a even t- well. So two million is what they project. That's the, the projection. Next one. Yeah, two hundred thousand out of two hundred twenty-two million is nothing. It's a tenth of a percent. But again, like their all-time high was based on right. what you would assume is just infinite growth. Yeah, they're 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 like, plat- everybody's got to have a Netflix account. They're plateauing, and you you know you buy the rumor, you sell the news. I will say, as a, as someone with uh, multiple friends with uh, young children and babies. The one thing Netflix has that Disney Plus does not is that Coco Melon. Oh, they do? They got the Coco Melon. Isn't Coco Melon just on YouTube, though? Um, yeah, probably, I would assume. I don't know anything about children. Well, it might not be actual Coco Melon. It might be that, like, bootleg stuff from uh, Eastern Europe and Russia. Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. So maybe they see the Netflix Coco Melon as this, as safety because it's it's actually verified real Coco Melon. Daily but lies. It, but I could assure you, if for some reason Netflix loses the license to Coco Melon and Blippy, which is also on there, uh, then you will see the real, the real dip. Yeah. The Coco Melon dip. The Blippy dip. Not to be confused with the the Blippy dip. Yeah. As, as we call it. Uh huh. 
Uh, anyways, ads on digital content. Who would do such a thing? Anyways, we have more news <laughs> coming up for you in just a second, including a story about what Tucker Carlson thinks that you should do with your balls. But first, this episode is sponsored by Lumen. If your skincare routine is basically you washing your face in the shower with that one shower gel that you've been using since high school, time to level up that skincare game. Because as it turns out, that regular body wash that you've been using, you know, the one that you thought was just good enough, it's probably damaging your skin. Oh. But thanks to Lumen, you can drop that bottle of 3-in-1 and start using products that actually take care of your skin. With Lumen, you get the highest quality products. All their products aim to help with those stubborn acne scars, under-eyed dark circles, wrinkles, sun damage, dry skin, oily skin, and more. Starting with Lumen's easy. All you got to do is take a two-minute quiz on their website, and they'll tell you exactly which routine is best for you based on your skincare needs. All of Lumen's products come with instructions, so it's extremely easy and will help protect your skin from potential damage or future acne. Uh, Look, I'm all about exfoliation. I don't know why it took me so long in my life to be introduced to this, but you're walking around with dead skin all over your face all the time, and yeah. it's not a good look. You want to get that out of there? You want to uh, let the, the, the living skin breathe? I've aged 10 years in the past two years because of this pandemic, and I have needed to start a skincare regimen. Luckily, Lumen sent us some product. And would you believe I'm 58 years old? <laughs> <laughs> so level up your skincare game with Lumen Skin today. Go to lumenskin.com slash ITDaily to get your free trial of Lumen's products. That is L-U-M-I-N skin.com slash ITDaily to get your free trial of Lumen's products. Lumenskin.com slash ITDaily. All right, back in the news now with an update to what appears to be in just an ongoing saga involving Ezra Miller. Being a menace across the white. Send Ezra Miller back to the mainland. Yeah. I'm surprised Warner hasn't uh, deployed the Warner security team. They're busy dealing with J.K. Rowling. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we're all tied up over hey, in London. Hey, can you stop being a fucking turf for like <laughs> a month? We're trying to release a movie here. Yeah. Well, Ezra Miller's in that movie too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cursed. Anyways, on Tuesday of this week, Ezra Miller was arrested again, this time for what appears to be second-degree assault. And this follows the previous arrest that was made after Miller allegedly, not even allegedly, I mean, everyone saw it. That was in the bar. They definitely did it. Uh, assault, <laughs> assaulted a woman and a man at a karaoke bar. And uh, also, there was, like, footage of Ezra Miller, like, being told not to come into a bar because they'd already caused trouble there before. You. No. <laughs> no. Please stop coming. No. So uh, the restraining order, though, it was uh, later rescinded. We talked about that on Friday. But just days after that news, Miller appears to be in trouble with the law once again. Here's TMZ. Dun, dun, dun. According to Hawaii County Police, the 29-year-old was arrested for second-degree assault after cops say they responded to an incident at a private residence in Pahoa, Hawaii, around 1 a.m. on Tuesday. Cops say the Fantastic Beast star got annoyed after being asked to leave a friend's home and was accused of throwing a chair that struck a 26-year-old female on the forehead, leaving her with a half-inch cut. They need to get this person off that island. It's, they've been on island time for too long. Yeah. That's what happens. This is not the vibes anyone wants in Hawaii. No. No. That little bit of island time, fine. Yeah. Too much island time. Too much island time. Start to lose your mind, apparently. So, yeah, it's it's pretty odd that Warner Brothers hasn't flown out a, like an army of specialists to uh, assist Miller <laughs> in some kind of intervention or rehabilitation or just 
public relations. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, pretty much left alone. It looks like they're dealing with some pretty severe issues here, which may may affect their uh, ability to profit off of a very expensive franchise that they are planning years Two. ahead. Two franchises. So, uh, yeah, this is a, clearly a pattern of uh, drunk and disorderly and sometimes violent problems with someone who is uh, anchoring not one but two of their biggest franchises. This might be worth looking into, Warners. Yeah. Well, speaking of weird shit, nobody does it better than Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson's lunacy apparently knows no bounds, and you would assume that sexualizing an M&M candy would have been his high point for the year. But uh, now there's a trailer for his uh, his series, Tucker Carlson Originals. And this, uh, this trailer for a specific Tucker Carlson original is about how men just aren't manly anymore. Which is rich, coming from Tucker Carlson. Yeah. But, uh... Not really what I picture when I think of a manly man. Yeah. Well, luckily, you don't have to picture Tucker Carlson because he his team has done the work to show off what manly men actually look Thank like. Thank goodness. Uh, and, uh, accidentally made some homoerotic art in the process. Well, you know, uh... Just like the Romans. Yeah. At a certain point, you get so manly, um... Women just kind of aren't really a part of the equation anymore. Yeah. Who needs them? Just want to be around other men. Yeah. Other manly men. So the segment, titled The End of Men, set out to show off pure masculinity and a glorification of what actually makes a man a man. Seemingly before our current political climate ruined being a man for men. You can't even be a man anymore. (laughs) Or something like that. Yeah, I guess. They're making us all sit down to pee. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, sometimes you just want to take a load off. Nice to take a break. But uh, the trailer just ended up being one of the gayest things to air on an otherwise conservative network. Yeah, so in the trailer for this segment, which you should you should absolutely go watch this. Should I play it? Do you think we get in trouble for playing it? I don't think I don't care if they take the monetization because of the sponsor, but like I just don't want Fox News to copyright strike it. They probably will. All right, we'll leave a link so you can we'll leave a link to a Twitter account that has it hosted so you can see it later. You never know. But we'll do a, an okay job of describing it so you understand. Yeah, so a narrator is in this segment is just repeatedly and forcefully saying the word hard. Yeah. While shirtless men wrestle, shoot guns, swing axes, work out, take baths, slowly but erotically swallow entire egg yolks with no gag reflex, mm-hmm. stroke cow udders just for fun because... There's not a milk pail under them. Yeah. They're just shooting that milk into the ground. <laughs> just for, just, I, I don't want to feel what, uh, you know, I looked at that. I said, that looks like fun. I want to jerk a cow's udders. Yeah. yeah. And uh, also, a guy is te- tanning his testicles in an attempt to boost his T levels, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, that's something we talked about previously. Yeah. Well, that was, no, we were talking about butthole tanning. Yeah, uh, what was it called? Like, perineum? Uh, yeah, perineum sunning. That Josh Brolin did it. That's who it was. Yeah. And he was like, I burnt my asshole. Don't yeah, do it. Gotta be careful. It's very yeah. sensitive. And I imagine the testes, uh, it's the same. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely a video that you could see on screen at a gay nightclub while a DJ's blasting some beats. It wouldn't be out of place. No, but this was a trailer for a Tucker Carlson segment about being a big, strongly manly man. Yeah. A traditional man. Mm-hmm. This is what they're trying to take away from us. Yeah. You can't even get your balls tan anymore. Without some lib yelling at you. You can't uh, do uh, backbreaking and dangerous work without um, being half naked, uh, which would seemingly go against any safety regulations. Can't even go down to the bathhouse with the boys without another girl Ghostbusters movie coming so out. So I want to go for a Schwitz. No big deal. Yeah. 
So the reviews from Twitter do not hold back about this. Uh, writer Mark Harris exclaimed, I am sitting here next to my gay husband, living my gay life, reading a gay novel as research for my new gay book, and yet I am not, and will never be, as gay as whatever is haunting Tucker Carlson's fantasies. Yeah, and as for the whole uh, testicle tanning part of it, apparently this is a thing that some insecure guys do because they believe, or are being told to believe, that getting red light therapy on your balls is actually a good way to produce more testosterone or something. Uh, in a clip that aired over the weekend on Fox News, Tucker Carlson seemingly supported the idea alongside a guest named Andrew McGovern, who attempted to explain it to him. Uh, important declaration for YouTube's algorithm here. Guys, don't do any weird shit to your balls. Except use a Manscaped trimmer to keep them <laughs> smooth as eggs. But don't go tanning them or even doing this red light shit because at the very least it's a waste of money. And uh, at its worst, you could actually be doing damage to the boys down there. Yeah. Uh, here's the Daily Mail, only because they did a whole breakdown of the exchange and we can't show you the actual interview. In a clip from the upcoming special, Carlson spoke to a fitness professional named Andrew McGovern about testicle tanning, which he referred to as red light therapy. If you want to optimize and take it to another level, expose yourself to red light therapy, said McGovern. It's testicle tanning, but it's also full body red light therapy, which has a massive amount of benefits. There's so much data out there that isn't being picked up on or covered. Carlson responded, obviously half the viewers right now are like, what? Testicle tanning? That's crazy. But my view is, okay. Testosterone <laughs> levels have crashed and nobody says anything about it. That's crazy. So why is it crazy to seek solutions? <laughs> He's just asking questions. McGovern agreed with Tucker saying, it's not crazy to seek solutions. I think there's a lot of people out there right now that don't trust the mainstream information. So take your pants off and stand right next to this machine that just blasts red light directly into your groin. This is the Gwyneth Paltrow vagina egg for men. Yes, this is goop for men. Yeah. Yeah. He, he has to come up with an equally disgusting name for it, though. Bloop. Bloop. <laughs> uh, anyways, the segment caught the eye of uh, Ashley Winter, a board-certified urologist, who tweeted a lengthy response to the claim, saying, There is not so much data on testicle tanning. There is absolutely no data on testicle tanning. Also, by definition, you cannot have data on testicle tanning because you cannot tan an internal organ. <laughs> tanning your scrotal sac and calling it testicle tanning is like tanning your abdominal skin and calling it liver tanning. Maybe red light therapy to the scrotum reduces redness of the scrotal skin. I don't know. It does not penetrate the, I'm going to get all these words wrong, dartos, tunica vaginalis, and tunical al albuginia of the testes and stimulate testes production of testosterone. That is complete and utter garbage that zero data supports. And in a write-up about this, by the way, uh, because urologists literally have to waste their time explaining why this is insane because it was brought up on a national news broadcast, Jesse Mills, the director of UCLA's urology department, said that testosterone levels fluctuate dramatically throughout the day. <laughs> uh, quote, in a young, healthy male, testosterone levels can vary by 100 points a day. So if you check the testosterone levels of a 25 or 30 year old guy at 4 p.m., it might be something like 250 nanograms per deciliter. Then if you check it the next morning at like 4 or 5 a.m., it could be 400. If you check your testosterone levels 12 hours apart, you might have a huge increase even if you didn't put your balls in front of an infrared light. Uh, he's not completely ruling out the possibility that exposing one's scrotum to infrared light has an effect on testosterone, but currently there's no good science supporting the idea. The idea of a Normal testosterone range is a little bit artificial, Mills says. 
Our medical guidelines say that a lot of normal range starts at around 300 nanograms per deciliter, which is relatively standard, and the normal range actually goes up to about 1,000. So you've got this 700-point delta. That's a lot of wiggle room. Mills believes those kinds of medical establishment guidelines may contribute to what Mills calls bro science, <laughs> a desire among certain men to biohack their bodies to be the most optimized version of themselves using unproven medical theories and treatments. You're not a real man unless you, uh, you know, after, the, after your workout, you go over and you just put your balls right on this red light emitting LED thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, it's also because uh, a lot of guys will just, like, assume and assign their problems to what they perceive as a lack of testosterone. And a lot of that comes down to, like, there's a lot of shit specifically online about, like, people's lack of testosterone yeah, these T days. Levels, it's a lot of marketing. There's no real, like, uh, correlation. Like, there's, like, there's guys with off-the-charts testosterone who are, you know, schlubby desk workers with, uh, you know, who probably sneeze a lot mm -hmm. and there's guys with low t who are bodybuilders like it, it, it uh i don't know it doesn't really that matter all that much yeah but people might perceive that uh a lot of their issues uh are a lack of testosterone and that might not actually be the case uh, men will go to the doctor have their t levels checked find out that they are within a normal range and then still assume that it has to be their testosterone <laughs> and then turn to these homeopathic cures but mills adds that quote tanning your balls could have the unintended side effect of, oops, infertility. I think the biggest risk of testosterone therapy that I worry about with these guys is that it can cause you to be infertile. Something else that can cause infertility is the testicles being, quote, too hot for too long, Mills adds. Let's say that testicular tanning does actually improve your testosterone levels by anywhere from 30 to 200%. If you're quoting a study that was never a real study in the first place, we don't know what's happening to those sperm counts. If you're improving your testosterone by killing your sperm, that may be one of these bro science things, which actually may do more harm than good. So yeah, a friendly reminder that all these problems could be, you know, diagnosed and potentially solved by having an honest talk with your doctor. But let's be honest, this is America. It's cheaper to just roast those bad boys and pray for a positive outcome. Yeah. If you believe it, yeah. it's true. A doctor? What do I look like, a millionaire? Give me the red light. <laughs> yeah. I do. There, uh, it was mentioned uh, numerous times online, but uh, it's just another example of specifically conservatives going with the most wacky pseudoscience instead of doing anything related to what yeah. a doctor would, would tell you. Just wear a mask and get the vaccine when it comes out. No. Horse paste I will go down to the feed store <laughs> and purchase horse paste. Yeah. But uh, speaking of ways that are cheaper and easier to make life more enjoyable than going to the doctor, uh, depending on when you're watching this. Look at the calendar, folks. It's 420. And with the consumption of cannabis becoming increasingly more accepted, despite it still being a crime in large swaths of this country, the brands, oh, they're at it again. Yeah. Most notably, Wingstop, who has introduced the blazed and glazed wings that it says are designed to taste like 420. They can't say taste like weed or marijuana because that would be bad. I used to love that shit. There was like, before it was legal in California, there would be... There was a, on the radio, there was always this uh, weed dating hotline or whatever, but they couldn't say weed. But like the whole commercial was like, do you want to meet like like minded singles who really like to 420? Like, do they have a bong sound in the background? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was gratuitous, but they just could not refer to like 
marijuana, cannabis, weed, or anything like that. So they just said 420 in place of all of it. It's like, you know, I'm a single girl, and I just I want someone to 420 with. It's like, I'm a single guy who likes to 420. Would you look at the time? Whoa. Yeah. I remember, like, early on, like, when I first moved out here, it was still very, uh, you know, it wasn't the same as it is now. You go I to remember a they had shop and you're like, I'd like a tobacco. No, they place, had uh, they had fake like churches for religious exemption, <laughs> yeah. like the church of 420 and stuff. Yeah, that was like an early workaround. Yeah. Um, but anyways, these wings, they're flavored with uh, hemp seeds, strawberry, cayenne pepper and terpenes. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Uh, which are compounds found in high concentrations in cannabis plants. On Wingstop's menu, the blazed and glazed flavor is described as sticky. Sweet and herbal. Okay. And is given a two out of five rating for spice. Uh, quote, the new flavor is designed to taste like 420, capturing the herbal notes of the holiday and may even produce a mouth tingling sensation. Although the flavor won't actually get you high, the company said in a press release. And uh, in case you're curious, the reviews of these wings uh, have been far from stellar uh, because of course they don't taste like weed. And that has been every review that uh, has been collected is just like, these don't taste like what you, what they're marketing. And would you really want them to? I mean, like, I like the taste of, uh, the taste of weed, but a lot of people don't. I feel like most people don't. I think the, the funniest thing is like the disparity between the smell of weed before and after it's burnt. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. One of the most delicious it smells, smelling yeah, things. flowery. Yeah. It's like and then, uh, potpourri, and then you burn it, and it's a skunk. That's it's no, literally just a skunk. Even more disgusting than yeah. that. Yeah, just like <laughs> a the most foul odor. And like now that I haven't been smoking weed for several years, like I can smell that shit from like very far away. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, that sucks. Instantly that. recognizable. <laughs> uh, but also, if you haven't been smoking, you just take a little bit, and you're all good to go. Not too much. I can't even handle a little bit anymore. It's, it's bullshit. Like once a year, I'll be like, and then, like, 10 hours later, I finally come out of it. I made the decision to uh, not do anything before everything, everywhere, all at once. And it was the best decision yeah, I've ever made. Good call. That's... Because that movie was very intense. And yeah. really great. You should go see it. It's an awesome movie. Yeah. But it's also very intense. Uh, anyways, um, like we've said plenty of times before, we have zero issue with weed at all. Uh, it's fun, as long as you don't make it your entire personality. Yeah. And also understand that some people actually do have negative reactions to it. It is not a perfect thing. Yeah. It gives people uh, anxiety sometimes. But it is also extremely frustrating to see how popular it is while people are still sitting in jail for crimes related to marijuana. Like, if you didn't know that it was illegal and saw any marketing or talk of it at all anywhere in the country, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's j the, the same level as tobacco. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. But progress is being made. Currently, there are uh, 18 states where weed is legal recreationally, and it's available for medicinal use in far more. Uh, also, Congress voted to decriminalize it at a federal level recently, though that bill still has to pass the Senate. And uh, Hey, Joe Biden, you know how you're about to get, like, fucking destroyed in the midterms because you didn't actually do anything for young people? Like, do you see his poll numbers for young people? Yeah, well, it's, you have to... It turns out voters are uh, not always just operating on vibes. They actually have, like... <laughs> material conditions that uh, are, uh, you know, what they make decisions politically based on. Yeah. And um, yeah, everyone's still poor and in debt and um, not getting paid enough. Uh, but if you legalize weed, buddy, only one president is going to get to do this. Yeah. And whoever does it is going to do well. And it might just be a Republican because I know. Even in Republican states, they're like, yeah, we love the tax. That it's would great. be just our fucking luck. Yeah. Like the one, Ron DeSantis legalizes weed. It's just like Trump is the only president to give uh, 
basically basic income briefly. Yeah. Uh, and Joe Biden immediately cut that off. Anyway, just a thought. <laughs> so anyway, we tried to find some other 420 related deals or announcements for the holiday, but I don't know. We filmed this on 419. So wait a minute. There's Jeez. probably going to be more. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy John's is doing deals for the the highest people in America, which they go on to say is about actual elevation and not how completely blazed you are. I love that they're trying, like all these companies are just trying to find whatever workaround mm, they can. Yeah, to, like, how do we do this and not get like... So, we're a cool company. Yeah. Uh, basically, you just enter your location into their website and they offer you a discount based on your elevation. So the cannabis-friendly state of Colorado is clearly going to be the big winner here. A lot of... Uh, Big difference in California. If you're in Venice Beach, you have to pay more. Yeah, sea level. If you're up in Mammoth, baby, you're getting that sub for free. If you're in uh, like Death Valley, yeah, that's going to be an expensive sandwich. Yeah, it's very expensive. That sandwich is going to be fifty. You're subsidizing everyone else's yeah. sandwiches. So uh, yeah, also uh, TGI Fridays—they're doing four dollars off orders of twenty dollars <laughs> or more through delivery apps because they don't want you driving well high. Which, okay, yeah, I mean. If you are going to celebrate, please don't drive. Yes. I know you probably think you're good at it, but you're probably actually not. That is like a, a common thread is that people are like, well, actually, I drive a lot better when I'm high. And it's like, no, you're making excuses for you, wanting to get you high You probably all the time. just drive, like at best, you are probably just driving 10 miles below the speed limit. Which is and, also and annoying the shit out of everyone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, anyways, aside from all that, uh, enjoy yourselves. And we'll be back once once the smoke is settled with some more news for you. Yeah, in the meantime, check out our uh, very cannabis-friendly episodes over here. Weekly Weird News, always a riot when you're high. And uh, an episode of uh, an episode of News Dump for you. Check both of those out. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, leave a comment, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.